Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Buenos dias, compadres. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition. I am Ron Colick, your host, the gatekeeper around the unknown, unexplained, unbelievable, yaddy yaddy, New England's own band sink. And with me, the intelligent man, um, the Professor Lou Blase. Like I say, follow me around for 24 hours. You see how intelligent I am. Lou Blase. No Feliz Navidad, Toby? Got to change that, Lou Blase. Want a new name? I can do a new name. Yeah, I know, but we can come up with one. Especially as far as the IRS is concerned. I'm Call happy to do a new name. Lucky Louie. Lucky Louie. No one calls me Louie. <laughs> no, you already There's have, only a, one you guy already have a Louie here. <laughs> only one guy who calls me Louie. We have a Louie here, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, he did my show for years. Yep. In fact, he owes me 10 bucks. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> we pass in the parking lot on time. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. <laughs> but anyway. We got uh, a guy in the organization named Louie Louie. That's yeah, his name. Yeah. The um, Christmas tree up. I got mine up. It's there. We got it last night, but it's not up and inside yet. No, which is just sitting there. Leaning against the house. Afraid someone steal it. No. <laughs> you can. They'll steal everything nowadays. Amazon can't find my house. Who the hell is going to find my house to steal anything? Yeah. I live in a poor section of town, so I'm not worried about people stealing stuff. (laughs) They're going to steal stuff. They're going to go to a better neighborhood. (laughs) There you go. But the porch pirates are out there, huh? Oh, yeah. Could you see them? Oh, no. It's just a thing. Cambridge is, like, unbelievable. They got this video. They got the two guys, but in two different instances, the guy... They go by, they see a magazine, they come up, they open it on the porch, see if I, can I use this? Yeah, maybe I'll take it. And then they go. I'll tell on, you what, if you, was, if you were so inclined, you could you could make a killing. Hmm. I mean, I, I walk around Newburyport all the time, and there's always packages on the steps. And they got like uh, Amazon drivers that caught stealing. Oh, really? Yeah, they go back and steal it. Really? Jan's friend, when she, she worked, she had a great idea. She lived in Lowell in one of those big McMansions. And big Victorian actually was a nice house. Mm-hmm. And what she had is she had a, a big uh, wooden box on her porch yep. with a lock on it. And the delivery men would go in and put the package in there, throw the lock on it. Great idea. Yep. Simple, but great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of, um, and a lot of them with these Amex delivery drivers now, you get access codes. So there are lock boxes and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, but she did this. I'm, it's got to be 10, 20. 15 years ago, years and years and years ago. Good for her. Right? Yeah. I always thought it was the coolest thing. But yeah, you really know. Be like Christmas shopping. Mm. Just just walking around taking packages off steps. So you got a real tree this year, I hear. Got a real tree. Mm. Yep. We were doing artificial trees. Would that set you back? Come on. Actually. Come on. Actually, it's one of those things where the universe took care of us and a free tree showed up. What? Yep. A free tree? I was not happy about spending for a tree. I know. It was like $65 I know. for a little one. It was, it was like. I know. It was news to them when they brought it up. It was, you want to spend $65 for a tree? Oh, you can get a tree for $35. Was, no. I don't think you can anymore. But, but uh, It's crazy. 
a friend got one. There was a local festival on the island, and they were selling Christmas trees, and they got it, but it didn't fit their house or whatever. And guys, you guys want the tree? Said, yeah, we'll take the tree. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. See, the universe provides. It sometimes. does, doesn't it? Yeah. I, honest to God, no, nope, the universe or, or, or law, your God or whatever you. <coughs> Excuse me. That all my life I've been provided for, so I I really can't say anything. I mean, you know, it's not like I had a <coughs> excuse me a dream life, but no, but you can manifest things. Things things happen, to, you know. So I'm I'm happy. The girls laugh at me all the time. But you can definitely if, manifest. Things. If we need something, it's like I usually go find it on a street pick or something. Yeah, and it's like it, it's oh, sim- I love street picks. Oh yeah, it's simple. All you have to do is pay attention. It's about focus. Mm. Although I got the best. I got the best. I have this Vermont Castings grill that I love, which was a street pick, by the way. And I loved it. And it was rotting out, you know, the feet. And I was so leery of having to get rid of it because it's a great grill. And none of the cheap grills are that good. No, they're not. You know, and so sure enough, I'm going through, you know, yard sale in Newburyport or curb alert, free one. Son being ready to pick up. I went over. I got in the car in like two minutes, went over and picked (laughs) that thing up. Ah. Anyway. Every once in a while, there have been amazing, and I get in good streaks of manifesting stuff too. I but, definitely do. I yeah. have n- no problem whatsoever. Supermarket shopping when I want something, I can get it usually. Usually, yep. not you know, not all. Of it. I mean, some stuff are just totally gone. But it's like but, life is all about attenuating focus. Oh yeah. And if you attenuate your focus on what you need, it's going to show up. Thoughts become things, Ron. The secret. The secret. Yeah. The secret. The secret. Yeah. If you say so. It, I'm telling you, it works. I do too. I, I agree. Yep. Certain things happen if you, but I don't think it happens to every person. It, it's something you have to develop. I think you have to believe in. You have to. You have use to, it. You have to focus. Focus, and, and you yeah. have to take steps. Right? Mm. You can't. You can't just, you know, dream about it and it shows up. Yeah. Yeah. You can't want ice cream and then go to the hardware store. You have to go yeah, to the right. supermarket. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But that's a yeah, it's a secret in life. You just focus on it and keep keep doing the baby steps towards it and it happens. Yeah. More often than not. All right. So let's go back into the evil world. Your tree is up, right? This is what I heard all weekend. I not all weekend. I put it up yesterday. <laughs> all weekend. I saw some posts. I put uh I got all my uh Christmas stuff and I have tons of Christmas stuff in the attic and I put them all in tubs, which I picked up from the thrift stores yeah <laughs> any tub that's on sale i grab it <laughs> anyways uh so i took down all the decorations and i decorated the house uh one day and then uh yesterday i says well it's three weeks to christmas so it's time to put the tree off her you know what do they say crap and get off the pot <laughs> so i know but ron with your back and the sciatica and stuff what are you doing doing that kind of stuff you know you man up that's all well, just deal with it well, you can deal with it for a while until it heals, or you can deal with it for four times that length by keeping the yeah, You know, it's it. been over almost four months Yeah, dealing with this. Wow. So, anyways, to go to today, I'll figure out more. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> all right, so let's go back into uh, the evil world that, that we live in. <laughs> evil world? Okay. Evidently, we walk in the dark side. We deal with ghosts and spirits and all kinds of stuff. So, can a Ouija board kill someone? Can they? can they? I don't know. Hmm. A group of 11 teenagers in Colombia was said to have become violently ill after playing the Ouija board. So sick, 
that all were taken to the emergency clinic and some were admitted to the hospital. Where is this again? Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. That's, that's an, and they, they asked this thing, have any deaths ever been positively linked to the Ouija board? I don't know about that. Maybe yeah. that's something you could funkin' waggle or I'm reading this article, but sure. I have to, you know, I did a, a show. Okay. I did a, a one of the uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation and was out that, that week. So yep. it was me. And I got this guy on Joe Central, who I actually loved ever since I've been doing this ghost hunting. I loved his books uh, all about New England and everything. So I got him on the show, but the guy couldn't figure out how to use Skypes. Okay. Yeah. So guess what? I ended up doing the whole show by myself. So wow. I talked by myself for an hour. All kinds of fun. Yeah. So I, I picked the subject of uh, if deaths attributed to the ghosts. Mm -hmm. And it was a weak list. I looked at that. It's like, yeah. eh, no. So anyway. All right. So let's find out about these 11 teenagers. Jose Pablo Talaza is the mayor of Hato in Santander, Department of Northeastern Columbia. <laughs> Infobuy reports that 11 students at the Institute of Techno Agro Ocper Carlo Del Hato were all. <laughs> you know what? I think that's the that's a technical agricultural school. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> all were absorbed last week, becoming pale and showing signs of dizziness. When the eighth and ninth graders began to faint, emergency health personnel uh, were called in, and the mayor's office was notified. Wow. The students were. Can you imagine that scene? No, they don't do it a around here. A bunch of eight and ninth graders just dropping. The like students it. were reportedly taken to the local emergency clinic. It was determined that they were too sick uh, for the facility and were transferred to Manuela Bellatron Hospital, located in Sirocco. Okay. Oh, whew, got that one by. <laughs> <laughs> While in health and school officials were initially puzzled by the symptoms, and not certain of the cause, the independent uh, quoted the mayor, uh, unusual speculation. So the mayor is saying this, whoop, 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 stop jumping all over the place, <laughs> you freaking computer. A Ouija board was found and the teens were reportedly playing it with uh, the purpose of contacting spirits mm -hmm. and ask them questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He answered in a pinch. In a similar case, when children were caught acting strange after the Ouija board, the symptoms were usually signs of fear or panic, not shortness of breath or foaming at the mouth. Mm. Hmm. The medical uh, personnel were looking for another cause, so they, they didn't believe it was. Hmm. Juan Pablo Vargas Noega, emergency medical coordinator Irish for guy. Hospital Del Soraco, gave the diagnosis of food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> Infobuy's report linked the condition to water that teens were drinking. They apparently all drank from the same bottle or source, and it could have been contaminated. Yeah, could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. More information uh, was attained from the students' parents. The teens had a school-sponsored pool party and ate food prepared by the school staff. Well, that'll kill you. Yeah. 
Some suspected that it was the cause, while others said the quality of the food in general has been poor. <laughs> and it could have been. Yep. As always, these uh, as always, these are the teens and what as always, these are teens and they always complain about schools cafeteria food. Oh, yep. I get it now. That's kind of a weird sentence. <laughs> so that should be taken into account. Fortunately, five of the students who received uh, care at the municipality's health center uh, and the rest were taken to the Soraka Hospital were discharged and stabilized and fully expected to recover. Nice. While no school parent and students took, uh, no school wants parents and students to think they could be poisoned by the cafeteria of the food or, or school supplied water. It was uh, interesting that the Ouija board did get more consideration as a possible uh, uh, cause of it, of course, no school. From who? School officials? No, from the mayor. Oh, okay, from the, oh, they had yeah, <laughs> school officials. Uh -huh. Yeah. Regis Digest reports that uh, the cases of adults and children becoming ill and even dying by using one. So Regis Digest says that they, they have been reports. Hmm. I have a Regis Digest story about... Uh, Chilling crimes involving Ouija boards. Mm. Estefania Gutierrez Lazario of Valarcas, Spain, uh, was a teen who allegedly used a Ouija board at a school to contact a friend of a friend who had died in a motorbike accident. The other students claimed they saw a strange smoke go up through Estefania's mouth and nose. She was said to have suffered from yes, strange smoke, from hallucinations and seizures for six months, and no doctors could find the cause. Uh, Esther Farmer was found dead in a bedroom. Oh, that's sad. At wow. the age of 18, and her parents linked it to the Ouija board as uh, strange apparition and activities in the house appeared afterwards. Mm -hmm. The story sounds vaguely familiar of the next, next flick movie, Veronica, which I've never seen, <laughs> but me. Now this is curious. In one stranger Ouija board related crime story, a 2014 man named Paul Carroll was using a Ouija board that he believed conjured an evil, evil spirit and entered the family dog. The dog. Oh, come on. Let's not blame it on the dog. So he killed the dog and dumped the body in a nearby sewage drain. Oh, God. The drain backed up and the workers found the body, resulting in Carroll being convicted of a of the crime using the same Ouija board <laughs> using the same Ouija board a week later Carol's wife and stepdaughter claimed and told him that they were going to die so they attempted suicide by setting the house on fire <laughs> both survived and were suspiciously arrested for because they're stupid that's why <laughs> oh my god so they were arrested for setting the house on fire Whoop, whoop, whoop. The only reason I'd set the house on fire is because of a spider. That's it. Uh, uh, proven that not everyone fears the Ouija board. A grandmother in Texas who recently died after a long battle with cancer showed her sense of humor and possible paranormal connection by arranging to have a small Ouija board distributed to attendees at the funeral. Nice. Good so they her. could keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a nice touch. You know what? I think I might do that. Yeah, I like that. I'm thinking I like of adopting that, idea. that myself. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, okay. So anyways, 
I guess not. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing else here that's really worth commenting on. So he killed the dog. That's pretty mean. I uh, know. Jeez, and blames it on the Ouija board. Did you see that? Speaking about that, did you see that? Uh, there was two instances this past weekend. Uh, a man in California, his two-year-old daughter, uh, he was getting out of his car, and the daughter got out, and a, and a coyote ran by and grabbed the daughter. I did see that, yeah. And then there was another one here in Dudley, Massachusetts, I believe it was, where a uh, six-year girl, no, five-year-old girl was on her doorstep going in the house, and she got attacked by a raccoon. Attacked by a raccoon, yeah. Yeah, but you see a mother. Like, yeah. Mother of the year right there. Uh, she got, grabbed that thing by the scuffer of his neck and took it and flung him. There's <laughs> my baby. That is the the one that got attacked by the monkeys. So, <laughs> so did you find any uh, deaths attributed to Ouija boards? No, but what came up actually, let's see, and nothing specifically about death. No, that's too But bad. there are 10 chilling crimes involving Ouija boards. I'll take read that. Di uh, uh, Reader's Digest as well. Can't beat Regis. That's a good book, by the way, for the amount of money. The woman who wanted to eliminate the competition on March 6, 1930, Chloe Marshand was found dead at the foot of stairs, foot of her stairs in her Buffalo, New York home where she lived with her sculptor husband and young son. It quickly became apparent she hadn't fallen but had been beaten to death. Suspicion initially fell on the husband, but it shifted quickly to the woman who he'd, he'd been having an affair with. Leela Jimison, Jimison. As it turned out, Jimison had recruited an acquaintance, Nancy Bowen, to murder Clothide. Her method of persuasion, a Ouija board, which Jimison manipulated to convince Bowen that Clothide was a witch who was responsible for the death of Bowen's recently deceased husband. And that Bowen was next. Bowen, couldn't, who simply couldn't, who couldn't read, simply took Jimison's word for it, according to Munch, Merch, and she pleaded guilty to manslaughter once the ruse was revealed. Uh, Jimison also ultimately accepted a plea to manslaughter. Uh, so she convinced her that that her she convinced the woman that uh, Jimison recruiting the queen. You talk like me now. I know. <laughs> was a witch. How she convinced her as a witch. How so okay. we get a double right there. She mm. used the Ouija board to convince her she was a witch. Oh, there you go. Do people manipulate Ouija boards? Oh hell yeah. Yeah. I would imagine, right? Well, you know what? In all fairness, I think for the most part, most Ouija board sessions are really manipulated by the people involved in it. But the the comeback consciously on, or unconsciously, subconsciously or consciously, either yeah. or. But the comeback to that is that the information attained is the spirit uses the body of the the person doing it to do it. Oh, so, true. Yeah. So yeah, so that could be just method. It's, it's kind of like dowsing too. Dowsing is the same thing people dows with yep. whatever that there's no doubt in my mind that, or pendulums pen, yeah pendulum is thousand oh okay yeah yep. uh there's no doubt in my mind that those are manipulated uh by the person that are holding them but but that's the method. consciously or subconsciously yeah. if it's subconsciously and they give you information where's the information coming from yada 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 but you know anyway on November 18, 1933, 15-year-old Maddie Turley and her father, Ernest, were trying to shoot a skunk on their property. Why not? When Maddie shot Ernest twice in the back. So Maddie shot her father twice in the back. Maddie claimed she'd accidentally fired after she'd tripped and fallen. However, after her father died of his wounds, Maddie changed her story. While playing with a Ouija board with her mother, Dorothea, Maddie was ordered by the spirit world to kill Ernest so that Dorothea could marry a man who would make her happier. 
There you go. After the Ouija board had spoken, Dorothea assured Maddie she could not be arrested for complying with the order. Dorothea yeah. denied it all, but found the she talked her daughter into killing her husband, Good telling idea. her she nah, nothing's going to happen to you. Dorothy denied it all, but a jury found her guilty. Three years later, the Supreme Court of Arizona reversed the conviction on the grounds that the trial court had refused to allow evidence that Maddie, who spent her child in juvenile detention and never spoke to her mother again, was lying. <laughs> now, who are you going to believe? Yeah. Want another one? Yeah, before you do, the, the Ouija board. Um, been watching Downton Abbey again. By the way, you asked me, you asked me, did I see this? I did this. Yeah. You know how much... I figured it out. You know how much TV time I do a day? How much? At a max, an hour and a half. Yeah, okay. Not counting news. Okay, news is on the background. Now, so I watch one show, basically. Now, definitions have to be laid here because, for example, sometimes TV will be on, mm -hmm. but you're not really watching it. It's just kind of wallpaper. Not anymore. Not the price of electricity. We got a new rule in the house. If you're not in there watching it, unless it's the news, then you shut it off. Really? Yeah. That's the rule. See, I'm an old man miser, but TV doesn't is nothing that occurred to me. That's one thing. I, we've been unplugging all our appliances for phantom electricity. Oh, yeah? You know, toaster, the coffee pot, and all that Have stuff. you seen a change? I don't know. I just started doing it. Okay. Yeah, I saw a, a thing on it, but uh, yeah. I'm going to need a report. I've been, I've been doing a lot of things, cutting back on because electricity is well, whatever. Um, but this, anyways, so Downton Abbey, we're going through this whole season of Downton Abbey. And there's a great one because they used the Ouija board one time in the, in the, in the thing. And uh, they, uh, they're playing the Ouija board and the, and the cooker or, or the housekeeper says, you know, he says, okay, stop that now. And, you know, and then the, the little housemaid, uh, housemaid says to her, don't you believe uh, in spirits? She says, yeah, I believe in spirits, but I don't believe they play games. <laughs> I always thought that was a great oh, it's line. A, it's a great line. It is. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Give me another one. I'm trying to see if there's a good one. Uh, 20 adorable Christmas tree dogs. We won't do that. 20 adorable Christmas tree dogs. <laughs> Uh, the Ouija board with a very specific plan. In 1983, 16-year-old Bunny Dixon told her 25-year-old boyfriend, Anthony Hall, and another young couple that the four of them had been instructed by a Ouija board to leave their home in Florida, join a carnival in Virginia, <laughs> <laughs> and get the money to fund the trip by robbing and murdering a motorist, which they did. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, what happened in natural selection? I think why are these people still around? I think no this offense. is natural selection. Why are they still around? I, I just think it's it. been curtailed so much that it's not effective anymore. Oh, God. After accosting and murdering 25-year-old Nock Van Dang, the two couples turned against each other, which led to their arrest. All four of them were tried <laughs> and convicted of murder. That's a shame. Yep. I, the, the, the most amazing one, of course, was the the one with the... Uh, the uh, Army intelligence agents in Germany? In a Ouija board? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I vaguely we remember did, We did the show. My memory. We yeah. did it on the show before. Yeah. But, yeah, they were uh, they were uh, told to, uh, on the Ouija board, to abandon their post and then go and uh, go to a Gulf Breeze. The Gulf Breeze 6, I believe it is, or 7, or whatever it is called. And, yeah, they were they left their post and deserted their post and went to, yeah, a big old thing where UFOs, where God was coming down and all this stuff. And, yeah, it's a big thing on it. I don't have the story in front of me now. But. Stick a bunch of guys at a remote military outpost. And a woman. There was a girl there, too. Okay. 
And these are highly in, intelligent amios. And it wasn't. It was in Germany. It's not like Antarctica. Germany's like a swinging town. That's I, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. It's, yeah, you know, it's not like they don't have a life. Five terrifying real life Ouija board stories. Why not? The tragic case of Carol Sue Elvacker. Oklahoma residents Carol Sulevaca had no criminal record and no history of mental health problems. But one dark night in February of 2001, she killed her son-in-law, Brian Roach. Elvacker claimed she had used a Ouija board, which she said sent her a message from the beyond that her daughter's husband was possessed by an evil spirit and must be murdered. Why not? After stabbing him in his sleep, Elvacker turned oh, on her own blood. She bundled her own daughter and granddaughter into her car, attempting to kill them in a crash. But thankfully, nobody died. Alvecker suffered two broken ankles, which didn't stop her from stripping naked and one running into the woods. <laughs> Sorry. She claimed evil. What? On, on two broken ankles after knifing her son-in-law and trying to kill her. She claimed the evil spirit that was in Brian had possessed her instead. She later ruled was ruled to be insane in what quickly became known as the Oklahoma Ouija board murder. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, that's the Maddie story again with the daughter who killed her. Gary Gilmore was sentenced to death after he convinced to the murder, convinced, confessed to the murder of two men in Utah in 1977. His excuse was more unique than most. He claims his mother, Bessie, made contact one night with a demon via Ouija board, which had cursed his entire family with misfortune. Gary's aunt was seriously paralyzed. Another aunt was killed. Bessie's mother-in-law held a seance to get to the bottom of the supernatural shenanigans and wound it up half crazy. Bess Bessie claims that... be half crazy? I don't know. I know a lot of people who are half crazy. Either crazy or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. crazy. Bessie claimed that later that night she woke up with an otherworldly thing beside her bed, at which point Faye entered the room and screamed, It knows who you are! <laughs> Strip naked and go outside. <laughs> Gary's nightmares started at a young age, and he levels all of his murderous behavior at the family demon. He was executed by firing squad in 1977. Yeah, we still have firing squads in Utah. Was it Utah? Um, it's Western State. Utah, yes. Yeah, Utah. They, that's one of the death. There are still active firing, firing squads, squads. Yes, you can in the United States. Squad. It's better than Alabama. <laughs> Alabama, they do their freaking injections and everything. It's six failures of process. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I'll take firing squad. <laughs> firing squad. It's in the United States. Yeah. Wow. Well, in Utah, that's a whole different world. <laughs> the Durham dog murder. Oh, is this the one? Pa Paul Carroll? Yeah, we did that okay, one. Okay, we did that one. Yeah. yeah, we did that one. That's it for that story. Yeah. But uh, you ever use a Ouija board? I have. N yeah, I'm sure I have. I don't remember. Specifically uh, I, uh, uh, huh, what kind of an answer is that? No, because I was going to go. I I don't remember. I'm sure I have in my life at some point. But you're not sure. No. Okay. But did you ever own one? There was a situation with my daughter. Wait a minute. Did you ever own one, first of all? Own one? No. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go on. Your daughter, no. The situation with my daughter. She's about 13, 14 at the time. Yep. She's having a party with her group of friends over. Surprise. There's eight or 10 of them <laughs> yeah. over. And while I'm making dinner, they're in the they're in the library of this place I was staying at the time. Cool. There's a library. Had a library. That. Yes, with a fireplace. Oh, go away. This place is gorgeous. Two oh. ballrooms. Oh, shoot me. Yeah. But they're in the library, and um, I'm making dinner for them. And these 13-year-old girls come screaming out of that room. I mean, like, they just scattered. 
coming out of that room from the Ouija board, and I never got the specifics of what happened. You never did? No. Well, no, because... Your daughter's still alive, right? Yeah. You find out. I want to know. I should, I should find out. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, there was nothing... Um, this wasn't like hijinks type of thing. They got scattered. Like something happened in there that that really spooked them. Point. It's like I had to go in and pick up the Ouija board and put it away before they'd go back in that room. <laughs> They were so they weren't terrified or really upset, but it wasn't like I wanted to most of the stuff the comes discussion. from teenage girls. <laughs> yeah. But whatever it was, it was legitimate. They weren't it wasn't just hijinks. Legitimate to them. Legitimate to them, yes. Okay. Yeah. They were legitimately spooked. Spooked. Yeah. Do you have a, so you want to hear my ghost story? Yes. I, I had plenty of them, but uh yeah. the most intriguing one was we did uh investigation on this lighthouse offshore. And uh, Leslie was there, and who was? Oh, Jeremy Dontremont, I think. I think uh, Ron was there too, but he never gets involved in any of this uh, stuff. But does anyway. Maureen ever do Ouija boards? Oh yeah, okay. I have her original one. I can't even imagine that she she had growing up. Maureen and Leslie on a Ouija board. Yeah. So, anyways, we did do it. Uh, we were in there. We did glass swirling, which is basically a form of divination. You, you use a glass and. You know, so anyways, uh, Leslie was doing it. You know, we had a finger on it. You know, in the night, we always do these fun experiments, that I like to call them. And uh, so anyways, the, the, Leslie says, the spirit wants to talk to us on the Ouija board. And I says, well, we don't have a Ouija board. And all of a sudden, the, the glass shoots off, off to the side over there. Oh, God, really? Yeah, right in front of the closet. Yeah. So we opened up the closet and there's a Ouija board. The glass found the Ouija board. Found the glue. Oh, my so, God. So they took the Ouija board out and and uh, Jeremy and Leslie were doing it. <laughs> that, was, that was the spirit going, it's over here, you idiot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, Jeremy and uh, Leslie was doing it. And uh, I, I, think, I think they made contact with the cafeteria lady at Jeremy's college or something. <laughs> some stupid thing. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, but they kept... Kept saying, uh, Leslie kept saying, oh, it wants you on the Ouija board. It wants you on the Ouija board. I said, nah, I ain't going. I know what this is about. Nah, 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 nah I ain't going to do it. So finally, toward the end, I said, all right, I'll, I'll do it. So I went on there. And sh -sh -sh, goes on the Ouija board. My says, you die. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and we said, who? And spells my name out. <laughs> when am I dying? Tonight. You die tonight. So I, I didn't know it was a bunch of crock. Just a thing, but anyway, that was Jeremy. <laughs> no, he wasn't on it, it was just oh, Leslie, okay. Leslie and I. So it was <laughs> Leslie, that makes more sense. No, no, no. <laughs> so, anyways, like she was like kind of panicking. Well, I said, Don't worry about it, it's bullshit. <laughs> Did you have a close call driving home or anything? No, no, no. I was supposed to die that night, but yeah, as you can see, I think I'm still here. Yeah, I'm not sure unless I'm in there. All I just wondered if they took a Could shot like at the others. Point. Yeah. Well, the funny part about it is we slept upstairs and it's kind of like a, a barracks. So, yeah, like everybody's got a bed up there in the same room and everything. So, we're sleeping up there. In the middle of the night, we hear a noise downstairs. And I said, you know what? I ain't going down. Because <laughs> I was the only one up that heard it. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Said, Screw it. I'm not going down. I'm I was tired too. But... I'm generally a skeptic, but. <laughs> I take the chance. <laughs> I was tired. I didn't want to with it. That's my excuse. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> but the the other one we did was um, another lighthouse offshore. A lighthouse uh, once again in the investigation. Nights all over. We're three o'clock in the morning. Whatever we look. We take out. Usually take out some kind of stupid thing to play around with. And 
uh, Leslie Bratti's Spirit Board, which is similar to Ouija Board, but it's a little different. It uses kind of glass swallowing techniques. Anyways, we made contact with a guy and on a ghost on there, supposedly spirit, whatever. Said his name was Scud. Scud. Uh, yeah. Said he had Spanish gold buried in the island and, and all this stuff. And try to give on us the, the island with the lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. Try to give us all these coordinates, which we couldn't make any high to heel of it. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, at the end of the investigation, we did some uh, research and Jeremy discovered that uh, there was a pirate named Scudwar who was a doctor who was uh, hung in Boston. Um, and uh, so Scud, Scudwar could very well be. Uh, and I found some more information. I found a newspaper article where they found Spanish gold buried in Bitterford Pool where the island was. So it's like, hmm, this is kind of cool. Now, you know, we didn't have any of this stuff. We dug this up afterwards and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool stuff. Anyway, so I mean, Ouija board is good fun. I mean, people either petrified of them or, or whatever. Some places won't even allow them in. You go to, to like if you, especially these places that you know open up their houses, their investigations and stuff uh, for money. Uh, <laughs> they won't allow Ouija boards in there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like whatever. That's one of those things that gets your mind in the right place, right? For some people, it's I'm focus. guessing it would emoji, it would open, you know, open antenna and get you kind of focused. Yeah, yeah, it's focus. It's just like anything else, tarot cards or yeah. uh, pendulum or anything really. Focus. It's all about focus. Yep. But anyway, so all right, what do you got? Anything else on the Ouija board front? Or should uh, we move on? No, we should move on. All right, we'll move on. So I, I was interested in Christmas hauntings. I know it's because Christmas is coming up. It's three weeks from yesterday. Yeah. So uh, I went on a course and I found out there's always a bunch of them. But uh, I just I can't do another Christmas what? carol. I can't I can't do a Christmas carol again. Why not? It's it's too much. It's been done too much. It's just too. Will Ferrell's got a new movie out. It's a musical. Yeah. That's basically the Christmas carol. It's like I can't do it. I can't sit through that story again. Yeah, you could sit to a Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Yes, I could do that again. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, it's an awesome movie. <laughs> it's just, just too good. I I relate with him so much. I and really I don't like dark humor all that much, but oh. that, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Crap is full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole thing was just, yep. it was good. I mean, it's, it had its corny parts, but it was funny. I mean, if you look at all the nuances in the, in the thing, if you look... <laughs> You know, at the end there, when all the, the, the SWAT teams go smashing through the house, they, they told him to freeze, right? Yeah. Did you ever see uh, his wife? Because she's she's bent over. She's got his hand on, on his crotch. <laughs> no. And, and she says, uh, I forget what the, the, She has a conversation with somebody, and she's all glad to move you. She takes her hand up. And she's like, don't you move. She puts her hand back. It's so funny. It's, it's the whole thing like that. There's so many little nuances yeah. that are really, really funny that if you, unless you've seen it like me a hundred times, <laughs> you Still. pick up one of them. Yeah. They're funny, though. That was a great movie. I saw um, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife again. I watched that. Uh, did you ever see that? The most recent one, right? Yeah. yeah, I did. Did you like it? I did. I, I liked it. I thought they did a great job of transition. I mean, you know, yep. it's, it's not going to be Dan Aykroyd and, you know, 
but you know, we got a new group coming in, which is a hundred percent better the way they did this one than the last one with the female cast. Not that I have anything yeah. against female cast, but it's I just, thought they handled it pretty well. They handled the whole story is pretty. All the story is pretty well. You saw my car there, right? No. You see my car? No. It's in the movie. Your car is in the movie. Yeah. Okay. The green uh, oak back. When it yeah. breaks down. Literally your car? No. Okay. <laughs> Could be. Yep. You don't know. Never know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. No, I could Christmas Carol is just like just been too many versions. I mean, the Christmas vacation movie, you it's the same movie you watched over again. It's a comfort movie. It's fine. That's right. But it's like there's just been too many versions of it. And they just it gets it's just so tedious. It's like you get the first ghost, you know the story. You know what's going to happen, and then you got to sit through two other ghosts. Did you ever see uh, Ghost of Chris, um, Ghost of Girlfriend's Past? That's a good movie. You should watch that. Okay. Is it a Christmas movie? No. Okay. No. And I can watch it. You can watch it. But it's like it's Bill about, a, it's about did... a guy who gets haunted by all his ex-girlfriends. They come to visit him just for like okay. the Christmas Carol. It's a version of the Christmas Carol in okay. reality. All right. But no, but no, it's funny. You got it. Okay. It's it's funny. Bill, Bill Murray was Scrooged. Is that the one? That's the one I was thinking about. I, I was trying to think of another one that was, yeah, Scrooged. Yeah. Scrooged. Yeah. Which is basically. And I watched the the Patrick's. I think the Patrick Stewart thing ruined it for me. Because I, I saw it. the movie. I'm not big into Christmas Carol, by the way. No, yeah, yeah. I saw the movie and he also did a one man show of it, which I heard. It's yeah. like, okay. It, you know, it's good, but it's like, yeah, I got limited. Patience for Dickensian type of type they, of story. They redid a Christmas story. Hmm? They they come out with a new version of the Christmas story, the Red Rider Beauty Gun. Oh yes, which so, I heard was awful, but I would think it would be. How can you touch that? That was a for what it was. It was perfect. Why would you just? Now that's it? a movie I don't go back for. Sometimes they're and I'm you don't? not a bad movie, uh, but I, I wouldn't sit through it again. I would. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good movie. I liked it. My uh, nephew has uh, the lamp. <laughs> the leg lamp. <laughs> anyway. I like Christmas movies. It's a Wonderful Life, of course. I like Holiday. Yeah. I like Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. Yeah, with uh, Fred Astaire, and and uh, of course, and my favorite is White Christmas. White Christmas with the is that the lodge? Yep, the army guys or something like. Yeah, it yep. was good. Love that movie. Yeah. First of all, because it's not all about Christmas, actually. So that's probably why. Yeah. Elf, I like. Yeah. I'll watch Elf. No? Never liked it. No? I've seen it, but I never liked well, it. What's the matter with Elf? Just... Do you like Will Ferrell in general? Not really. Okay, there you go. So if you don't like his style, then it's not going to work for you. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. what it is. But it is what it is. Anyway. All right, so let's take a look at some uh, Christmas. What's your, what's your Christmas movie? Told you, Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. That's, that's it. That's one thing I look forward to. I see you all the time. And if I had to take a second, I would do a Christmas story with the Red Rider BB gun. Okay. Yep. The old black and white version. I used to. It's so funny because we'd go to midnight mass, which was never at midnight anymore. Yeah. But uh, we'd come in, and it always one of the channels would have that movie on, so we'd watch it. One of the few masses I'd go through during the course of the year. I like I like the midnight mass. Yeah. Although I have to admit, we had an Irish priest for the last uh, not Careful. last year, but the year before, for about yeah. five years. We had a had him, 
he was great. I loved him, but uh, he's due to this, this. I mean, we the midnight mass. If you're never going to a midnight mass, the, the one that we had, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's candlelight and all this thing. They do always do the the Ave Maria song. Yeah. They they shut the lights down. And it's all cool stuff. But he always did this little thing. And it was like I always thought it was kind of weird or quirky, I guess. But he'd sing "Happy Birthday to Jesus." <laughs> Every, wow. I know that's the whole wow. thing. Yeah. He'd be there, kneeling down in front of front of the altar. All the lights would be down. In the middle the of all this Latin, the, the, music, the middle of Ave music Maria. Play, the music yeah. be playing, coming down. Everything quiets down. And then, then we'd, the whole church would sing "Happy Birthday to Jesus." <laughs> I just it's like kind of grounds the whole ceremony, doesn't it? <laughs> it was so beautiful up to that point. I yeah. mean, and I get it. I really do no, get it. It's just like you don't associate a "Happy Birthday" song to a. What's the midnight mass? Is all that Latin? Is all that incense? The organ music? The uh, Latin. Where you been, Latin? Latin ain't been around for 150 years. <laughs> Do some Latin. There's no Latin. The yeah. only Latin they have in mass is the Latin uh, uh, church, which broke away from the Catholic church because they didn't want it. What do I know? Yeah. I found my old altar boy picture, which is great. Did you post it? No, I did not. You have to post it. Yeah, I'll have to dig it out of it. It's yeah. in an album. I'm going through some getting rid of albums and stuff take so. your flip phone out take a picture and post it i can scan it <laughs> the uh but yeah it's in front of saint mary's church in my cool well, i think we all want to see yes. same one i found the one with me in, as in the tap dance school <laughs> anyway all right christmas hauntings i guess yeah. so it's a place i would like to go by the way poland would you? Yeah, I'd like to go back there. Mm -hmm. uh, certain places I would like and certain places I would never want to go. Are we talking planet-wide now? Planet-wide. Okay. So where would you never want to go? Mexico. Yeah. Been there, but I've never been there. Yeah. There. No desire to go back. South America, nothing particularly pleasing down there. Nope. Watch uh, a YouTube video. Thank you. Yeah. France, I don't particularly want to go at to all no not at all. paris no. have you been to paris no okay do i want to go no really italy see no. but i want I, paris is one of the few places i would actually make half an effort to go but I, I i feel like i wouldn't want to stay like i'd like to fly in have a croissant at a cafe where i can see the <laughs> eiffel tower and screw go to the louvre Chew and screw <laughs> go to the louvre and then fly out yes exactly <laughs> i have no desire to stay there for any period of time uk is one of my tops i would go without a doubt uh others i would uh prague i would like to go what's enticing about prague i mean you're polish so i understand poland yeah what's enticing about prague the city it's cool yeah yeah all kinds of haunted stories and oh, okay. everything. Yep. i mean it's a cool city it's an old old city fair enough yep and it's done differently uh you know and the people are decent so yeah i'd love to go to like egypt if it was another time and place yeah uh, fair enough not in this political situation now it's like some people say oh, i want to go to jerusalem now nah, i have no interest in going there egypt for its connection with ancient egypt like you talk yeah, about ancient, pyramids yeah, yeah. archaeology like yeah, wise yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah the pyramids i want to see i'd love to see the pyramids some of the temples all that stuff all that cool stuff mm -hmm. um i would do definitely do that uh if it was a different time a different practical place. to do so 
Mm. Yeah. Why am I still a backstage, by the way, on my thing? I just noticed that. <laughs> I don't know. It says, you're backstage. Only the host can see you. I don't know. You're on. You can see yourself on, right? <laughs> I can see myself yeah. on. I just looked up and it says, you're backstage. What? What did he do? Kick me out? <laughs> I'd like to do Australia. Australia's or another New place Zealand. I would go. Although, you know, everything down there can kill you. But yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the other thing is New Ze um, uh, Iceland. Iceland is cool. Northern Lights. I want to do the Northern Lights. Iceland is cool. Alaska. I would, uh, um, Norway, Sweden. I wouldn't mind those countries at all. Sure. Any of those. Finland. I'd take. I'd be there in a minute. Germany, I, I could handle Germany, I think. Yeah, no interest in seeing Germany. Uh, Spain, no interest. Anything Japan, in that? no interest. No, no interest. Korea, no interest. No. China, I don't know. India, no interest. No. You know what it was like, to me, is like, it seemed to be like the, the best place in the world to live. Where? Vietnam. Really? You never hear anything about Vietnam. Everything is good down there now. Well, it's except like, for the Vietnam War. Yeah. yeah, but no. I mean, they, they embrace Americans now. Yeah. It's like all changed. They hate China. You the know, North they, Vietnamese or the South Vietnamese? It's all one country now. It's, it's Vietnam. Country, that's right, yeah. But they hate China. No, I'm not thinking. No. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you... if. You That's a country you, you never really hear anything about. It's like, oh, wow. I mean, and I know that uh some i've seen some like um not documentaries but you know news bits on on some of the places down there it's pretty pretty cool um they they treat you really well they're uh the economy is decent down there they you know they crime is low it's like all this good stuff that's it's a like, lot of traveling that's a long way to get there i know yeah i'm not even saying it's on top of my list yeah. i was just talking about that's one country that seems like it's a if I had a chose a place to live that I, I couldn't pick some other one, I would that would be a better one than like India. If I could choose my place to live, probably Key West. Ever been there? No. So you're just really fantasizing. I'm fantasizing. Exactly. Me too. I'd love to see it, but I've never been there. Yeah. I've gone close, but never gone. I've gone all the way down to the. Still in the United States, but in the Caribbean. Ghost stories there too. Good ones. Oh yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. Because that's a, uh, people have been there a long time. Right? My son went to Russia. Yeah? Yeah, he was there. He was a student ambassador at one time. What was his experience in Russia? Did he loved enjoy it. it? Did loved he it. love it? Oh, yeah, loved it. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That was uh, prior to the fall, I think, or just after the fall, I forget. I forget. Uh, Could you really live somewhere else besides the United States? Who, me? Yeah. I probably could. Like six hours ahead or six hours behind or something. No football, no baseball. I could live without that. Yeah. Canada sounds nice. Cold, but yeah. Not all of it. Not all of it. Yeah. You know, Toronto is a wonderful city. Yeah. Montreal is a great city. Yeah. I love Nova Scotia. Nova and the Scotia, eastern part of Canada. Excellent. Quebec the, the Maritime provinces yeah. are awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of places. But if I'm going to move, I'm going the UK is expensive as hell. I don't want to go to the UK. Yeah, so that's that's a problem there. Ireland was okay. I mean, not to live. I enjoyed visiting. It was so beautiful. Do but... you you know you you know, they have free healthcare in the UK? You know, right? Yeah, NHS. Yeah. You know how that works? In what way? They tax. They take like a 
a big chunk of everybody's mm-hmm. thing, and that goes into the healthcare. Yeah, and you have, in other words, you have uh, whatever you need, you get. So if you you know you need a, a thirty five thousand dollar leg, then they give you that. It doesn't cost you. So it, no questions asked. Well, no, you have to get the doctors want to. You know, you have to. It's not like oh, I want a new leg. You know, it's like. But do they say you're like 85 years old? I don't think we're getting you a new leg. That type of thing. They can do uh, that kind of stuff. Yes, yes. but they can. Uh, but it doesn't cost you a dime. So you. Of course, it costs you a dime. It costs you about 60% of your take-home bed. No, it's not 60%. I think what, it's like so 40? 20, 20%. I think Steve told me it was 20. 20% for healthcare. Healthcare alone. What's your I, overall? I don't, know. I don't want to go into it yeah. too much, but anyway. So I don't know. Healthcare is kind of interesting, but I mean, it's, it's interesting in a way, but I don't know. I love New England. So, I mean, if I could pick any part of the country, I would pick New England. I wouldn't go anywhere else. Yes. But ideally I wouldn't go anywhere else either, but ideally I'd have a place for January and February. I wouldn't. No, you like the winter. huh? I don't like the winter. I hate the winter, but I like it. I like the experience of the winter out of the New England experience. I like the experience of the winter up until January and February where I'm sick of it. Sick of it? It's only starting. You only get snow in January and February, and then that's it. You get two months of snow. It's like, ah, big deal. Or sometimes you go into March, big deal. It's like, no. You're deep in thought there. What you got? No, I'm just looking what the effective tax rate is in England. Oh, checking it out. All right, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, wouldn't want to give you anything. Uh, for the 2023 tax year, if you live in England, Wales, and Northern Ireland, there are three marginal income tax bands, the 20% basic rate, the 40% higher rate, and the 45% additional rate. It's up to 45%, but that can include 20% of health care. Does it? Must. Hmm. Oops. Hang on. Most taxpayers are entitled, this is Buzzacott. Most UK taxpayers are entitled to part of their income tax free. In other words, personal allowance, which is 12,000 pounds, uh, so on. That's too business-like. We're not going to get anything out of that. But it says exposing a 60% tax rate. Although it's commonly thought the highest UK income tax rate is 45%, there's a quirk in the system, which means UK taxpayers with an income between £100,000 and £125,000 fall prey to a 60% tax rate. Oh. Good Lord. And still, they can't have heat or electricity. <laughs> yeah. So back in the 1940s, mm-hmm. Warden James Johnson hosted a Christmas Day party at his house. And the staff from Alcatraz, so we invited the staff because he's the warden. Yep. To celebrate, uh, during the celebration, a ghostly figure appeared. Would you, if you ran Alcatraz, mm-hmm. would you invite the staff to your house? No. No, I don't think that's happening. No. Well, it isn't the way it is. It, it is like, you know, Brady and fighting the offensive line out to dinner, you know, they're the ones that are protecting your ass. So <laughs> you, well, yes, invite them out to dinner is one thing. Inviting them into your house is know, another, another thing. Yeah. 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 But this is the forties. Plus, by the way, and God bless them for the work they do and what they run into. But the guys who are dealing with the prisoners in Alcatraz at that point, 
I don't, I'm guessing they weren't exactly the cream of the crop. Cream of the crop, yeah. Leslie's uh, father, her uh, husband is a yeah, prison guy, so I'd watch your step if I were you. This, yeah. this will get back to you. No, I, this will get back to you. And I, like I said, God bless them for the work that they do, and I know what they run into all the time. But I, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So back in the 40s, Johnson held a Christmas party, invited the staff from Alcatraz. During the celebration, a ghostly figure with mutton chop whiskers. Nice. I got to bring those back. <laughs> who was wearing a gray suit appeared out of nowhere. The room suddenly got really cold and the fire was inexplicably blown out. Ooh. The apparition stayed in the room for about a minute and then he disappeared. The room's temperature went back to normal and the fire was restarted. Wow. See, that's the most impressive thing because starting a fire isn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess everybody in the room was aware of this apparition. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, they all saw it, according yep. to this. You know, that when I when I, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, how I had to do a, a show for an hour by myself. And uh, I talked about ghosts attributed to deaths attributed to ghosts. Do you think a ghost could kill you? I don't know how. To frighten you into doing something stupid, maybe. But I mean, so that's is not that reliable. really the ghost or is that you? Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the ghost can physically harm you. Can a demon physically harm you? That's another story. We're not talking. We're talking about ghosts. Okay. All right, ghosts. All right. Let's not go walk on the dark side. No, I don't we're think a, a ghost can't choke. Well, based on the stories that we've heard and their ability to man manipulate matter. Mm hmm. I'm guessing they can't like strangle you. They can't push you down the stairs. Yeah, we have so many reports of people, especially in things where they scratched or their their yeah. thing. But then again, which is ghost, which is demon, and which is <laughs> munchen, van munchen by proxy or whatever it is. <laughs> Munchausen. Yeah, Munchausen. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, that's talking about manifestation. That no, all uh, yeah. all a ghost can do is boo. So if a ghost. I mean, it depends what your definition of a ghost is. If it's just a person from the other side, right? Or in, you know, isn't there like a common thing? It's like, you know, like... Oh, wait a second. What what are documented or accepted things physically that ghosts can do? They supposedly throw stuff, right? They yes. Knock, they knock books off shelves. Yes. Right? Yes. So could those types of forces did those... that in front of me? I mean, in front of twenty-five people when I was talking. Okay, yeah. so could that type of force be used to kill somebody? Could you push a cast iron pot off? Not, the not necessarily that they don't. They don't have the way, but do they have the comma to do it? Can a ghost actually harm another person? So we, if the ghost is a soul or a spirit, you know, skull spirit or something, and supposedly. Like in every religion, you, you're moving up to a higher plane. You can't go around killing people. You ain't going anywhere. Yeah, but a lot of the stories based around ghosts is they're stuck at a particular plane or they're stuck in this for a particular reason. For a particular reason. Yeah. So maybe they got a they've got a afterlife sentence. I, I just amused yeah, myself I mean, we, right we, there. No, we we actually uh, <laughs> you know I I did a lot of work with Brian the Monk. It was a Franciscan monk and uh, exorcist for the Franciscans. And we used to talk about that because he was a ghost hunter too. Uh, and you know, one of the, the theories that we thought of was was that you know ghosts are basically in purgatory. 
which is a temporal yeah. temporal yeah. thing. And what so, if the ghost feels that's irreparable? That's where he's going to be he's stuck and he can't. You must have knowledge when you die. He can't redeem himself. No, if you can't redeem yourself, you'd be in hell. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you can't stay in purgatory. You got to go one way. You got to get on one train or the other. Yeah, that's the way. You know, yeah. Purgatory is it's like your sentence, like you said. Okay. Prison sentence. So what you're risking by killing somebody would be going to hell. Yeah, but I don't think you'd be there in the first place. So if oh, there if there was a judgment, if you were capable of killing somebody, you'd be in hell. If there was a judgment, yeah, they wouldn't keep you around. If there was a greater being or whatever, or, or even in the calmer of the universe wouldn't allow something horrible to be hanging around. Okay, so how much of humandom? Humandom, I love yeah. it. How much of humandom carries over into this purgatory spirit our, world? Our personality if goes over. So okay, so you you know people. You, you could, but you you do. What was that program you did? Uh, Kier Kayo, what the frick it is? The Gita. The Gita. Yeah. Right. They all believe in in bettering yourself. They don't believe in blessing yourself. Right. Right. So that's the purpose. When you go on, is is you become a soul. Your soul gets whatever. So this person's an a hole during life. Yes. And he's in purgatory afterwards because he, he, he wasn't as big enough a hole to actually go to hell. You think he's going to change his personality? Go, oh, I got to get better. Yes, because now he realizes that there is another hell. Well, he's he's, he's thinking, I'm going to lift that blonde skirt. That's what he's thinking. Oh, he's yeah. an a hole. Because he's always going zap down. <laughs> They're like, okay. zing, song gong. Okay. So the risk is going deeper towards close to hell. Or to, to hell, one or the other. Or maybe hell. there's no, maybe it's a judgment line. Either you, you behave yourself, you're in here for good behavior, you behave yourself, or you're gone, one or the other. There's no link. I don't know. I mean, so is there we're a, all talking, you know, this is I all know, just, I yeah, this is all just. So is there a, not, to put, it, not to put it in religious terms, but yeah. is there a um, moment after you cross over where you get, you get a reading from somebody and say, hey, you're going to purgatory and you better not mess up. Going don't you remember the ghost? The, the, movie, the movie goes. The movie goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that in a hundred years, but yeah. Do you remember what happened when the, the bad guy died? No, what happened? Oh, <laughs> little black things came out and dragged him away in the subway, right? Uh, a couple of places, right? Was uh, it a subway? Places, yeah. yeah. Where but, he's yeah. trying to help. Yeah, yeah. And the, and there was. Um, uh, yeah, the, so you see that once or twice, and maybe, maybe you change your ways. Well, maybe you're already judged. That's what I'm saying. In other words, if if you have no redeemable things, you're gone. Yeah. But if you do, then they must realize that you can change. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to see you killing. Somebody. And you're seeing you're re then they realize themselves that in order for them to move on to be better to enjoy heaven or whatever, um, you uh, uh, you know you have to behave. I don't know. There's, there, I mean, there was. Well, that's a, how humans have. There humans was a, have modeled the afterlife. There was, a, there was an atheist uh, who, if, if, and I can't remember the thing. He was a highly intelligent person, doctor, whatever, and he uh, had a near death experience in in uh, France, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it's basically what happened. All these things started grabbing at him and pulling him at him, pulling him to go. And for some reason, he started reciting the. Lord's prayer and he came back hmm. 
and he, his whole life changed after that. But that, I mean, that's just, a, that's a, it's a book. You can read it if you want. I forget the name of it, but so maybe it's that type of thing where you, you can redeem yourself, but you know, there's either you do or you don't. One of the, the thing, you know, I don't know. I don't. It just reminded me of a story I read yesterday. You're a Twilight Zone guy, right? Oh, I love Twilight Zone. There was a, um, on Cora, there was a question of uh, whether there were episodes where there was no dialogue in in um, Twilight Zone. And apparently there were a couple, one of which was this film that was only aired on the Twilight Zone twice because it was a French short film that was made and the producers of the Twilight Zone bought it. They didn't produce this. Mm -hmm. And it was about a prisoner um, in the Civil War. And he's... I think I remember this. And they, um, there was a death sentence for messing with bridges and that type of thing. So they caught this guy apparently messing with the bridge. And the episode is them getting ready to hang him off the bridge. And right before he's hung, he goes, he, well, when he's hung, they drop him and the rope breaks and he falls into the river and he escapes and he swims down and he goes back home and he starts to meet his family. And right after he hugs, when he goes back to his home and he hugs his wife, he feels his neck snap. And it cuts back to him being on the bridge. So whatever happened was either a short afterlife or a, a dream sequence he went through in that instance when he when the, the thing was dropped. And it was just, just and apparently there was very little dialogue. There was just some muffled, you know, people talking. I, I do about remember that in a way, but yeah. It was it's on a collection. You can get it on a collection, but it was only aired twice because they only paid for two airings of it. Do you remember the one with the uh, the end of the world? The guy with the library books. Yep. He breaks his glasses. Yep. He can't read. Burgess Meredith, right? Yes, yes, Burgess Meredith. What's your favorite? Oh, just uh, Gremlin, of course. Is, the Gremlin is great. Kind of, yeah, but the one the other, where the woman has plastic surgery. That's another great one. Yeah. The other one to, to me was when uh, uh, to serve mankind. It was a to serve mankind. Yeah, oh, those those awesome. are like my probably three favorite oh, yeah. top ones that. I mean, I remember other ones, but oh sure, yeah, but uh, yeah, those were like the ones that really just etched in my mankind. brain. Oh, that was an excellent one. Yeah, as they getting on the ship. <laughs> I remember mostly by who's on them, like the Ted Baxter, who the guy who played Ted Baxter. Oh yeah, they reason. they all did it. They all did the. Oh, uh... so many stars on there. Yeah. Oh well, we're almost done, right? Yep. Damn, I wanted to get into Babar's uh, predictions for the world because evidently we're going to get attacked by aliens this year. <laughs> Are we? Yeah. Oh. I think Trump's coming out of retirement. <laughs> Trump's lost his mind, for one thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> so we'll do that next week. Hey, we could. We could. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. tease. If you remind me. A pro radio tease. I'll find it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk about that fact before I started. So whose predictions for next year? Bob or some... Uh, are these European, ancient predictions or European, are these new predictions? It's it's new. Okay. European thing. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I could tell you how many times I've lived through the end of the world. Hmm. Just climate change alone. Heaven's Gate and you know all those other ones. Twenty twenty. Heaven's Gate was a weird one. If you read, I've started documentary on that. It was unbelievable. Ah, anyway, we get yep. it. All right, so uh, thanks for listening. It's good so to be back go. in the saddle. Predictions and end of the world next week. Now we usually save that for the New Year's, but okay, we can coming up, coming up soon. Unless... On, on Ghost Chronicles, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do it anyway, someplace along the line. <laughs>
All right. So, uh, Lou, thanks for all your help today. And uh, you remember uh, ghosts can't hurt you, unless they can, of course. <laughs> Till then, <laughs> good night and Merry Christmas. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.